1: I mean I'm just worried now at this point. If you're over <laughs> at my house, you're gonna start stealing things. I don't know. Like they're is starting it, to give me a complex
0: about it. I know. It. I mean,
1: are you gonna be joining up with my neighbors? <laughs> Do I have now an issue in the house? So like this is
0: like they're starting to make me really... they're making me question myself. I'm like, is there something about me that you think this is gonna be an issue? Well that's <laughs> that's
1: the thing. There's two things there. Like one, are you gonna develop a problem and two why do they think you're going to have a problem I mean, so they don't
0: much? just think they're actively like calling me like yeah. every couple hours just checking to make sure. I am going
1: to check all of my valuables before we do the show. <laughs> Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler. Here with Sarah X. Dylan. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available, <laughs> then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And if you are listening to this show uh, via, via podcast or our live video, because we are broadcasting live right now on YouTube from my house. <gasps> so we <we're> house. <laughs> we're from my house. If you have the video or if you're listening to the podcast, you can go find this on YouTube. Uh, you see the uh, the backyard back there. It's uh, quite splendid. I don't really know what to say about my backyard. Well, oh, it's, it's nice. It's and there. right beyond uh, those
0: bushes over there is the Russian's
1: house. The Russian's house right is behind, behind us, me, so yeah. I have a broadcast. That camera right now, if you're watching live on YouTube or watching the video afterward, the camera is aimed at the Russian uh, neighbor's house. So mm. if you do see like random smoke, uh, you know from their bonfires, there come are a couple lawn chairs up or, there. Uh, I was uh, yeah, at you those. could get somebody up on the roof too. Yeah. That's possible. If that happens, we'll know. aim the camera correctly so you can watch that live. <laughs> uh, and the reason that we're live here out of my house today is because Sarah. Uh, well, if you listen to the show, you know we didn't do a couple of episodes last week. And uh, that is for good reason. Mm -hmm. You may have seen the reports on Facebook, or uh, the reports, what we posted on Facebook and Twitter and and Fun Employment Radio uh, talking about what happened. But if you didn't see all that, you may be in the dark as to why we haven't done a show for the last couple of days. And we thought maybe we'd just kind of explain. What's been going on, why we're broadcasting from my house, and what's happened with Sarah, which she is alive, number yes. one. I guess you can see that part. Are so you sure visually, I'm not a robot, Greg? Visually, you can tell that she's alive. Oh, yeah, or Yeah, that's true. You Did you build a
0: robot a me? Am a I really U. me?
1: That's true. I don't know if I go through that much effort just to build a robot you, though. That would be, like, a lot of work. Thanks. To, I mean, I Wait, don't was know, that
0: mean? I can't tell if that was mean I don't know if that's or mean or not. <laughs> I'm just saying,
1: like, I don't know if that's the first thing. If I'm going to build an android of someone, I feel like that would be kind of creepy if you are the first person I that's thought of. That's
0: true, because I figure if you're going to build a robot, it would be some sort of, like, sex robot thing and I don't want to I'm not going to build a
1: sex robot if you were going to
0: build any kind of robot I'm sure that if you could build a robot you would build a robot that you could have relations with
1: I mean it's my robot
0: exactly I'm saying if you had a a choice to build any robot you wanted one of which you could have relations with and one of which you couldn't You'd always go with relations. Also
1: of note, and this is perfect timing since we're broadcasting from my house. Yeah. If you can hear it, there are sirens blasting in the background as we southeast, are southeast, outer Portland. southeast, lower felony flats, Portland. Mm-hmm. That is exactly where we are. <laughs> um, all right, so uh, so let's let's go back to the beginning here, and then we'll talk about Sarah's uh, upcoming issue that she has, uh, yes. the, the complex that she's developing. So last Thursday, today is Monday, mm-hmm. and uh, last Thursday. Thursday, uh, very early in the morning, I got a call from Sarah, which is quite strange because she doesn't call me early in the morning. Nobody no. calls me early in the morning and get alone. If someone rarely calls would I you early in the
0: morning, it's, it's never for something good. Yeah. Just like, hey, guess what? I just won the lottery. Like if someone's calling you at 430 in the morning, it's oh, not would, for a good
1: reason. No, I would never call. No. I'll tell you what. If I won the lottery, I wouldn't tell anyone.
0: I know. You've already said this. Yes, you'd squirrel no. it away and then disappear. The way I
1: would do it... No, I wouldn't disappear, but I wouldn't say a word until I had the cash in hand. I would not tell a single mm. person. I would go straight down and camp out outside of like the lottery place wherever you, in Salem or wherever you go. And that's and that's what I would do. I would not tell anyone. I know you wouldn't. No one.
0: Yeah. You could have already won the lottery. I think we've talked about this before. Like You could have won and I just don't know and you're just pretending that you will
1: I'd have a much better uh, technological equipment that would just oh, come but out but you're of an nowhere. actor
0: like maybe you're just you know pretending
1: to be struggling no I can tell you why I wouldn't be struggling is because of how long it took to get this live stream up to date that would not have been the issue <laughs> I would I would be hiring someone you'd just all of a sudden see like I'd have an assistant that would show up and be like why do you have an assistant like oh no that's just I'd, I'd disguise it as no that's my new friend Tim Tim just comes along with me Everywhere I go And that he drives That would be weird If all of a
0: sudden You just had a new friend That's just hanging <laughs> that just around
1: just like I adhere to everything I said Like I'm just like Kind of bossing him around But I'm trying to hide the money Yeah That, that would be it okay. And then you know All of a sudden I have uh, Peter Who does all the cooking Here at the house mm-hmm. Yeah no he's, some he's a new roommate He just mm-hmm. does all the cooking here yeah, and all I would of a sudden, like construction is happening everywhere. Yeah, you can
0: have like cleaners and everything. Mm-hmm. Oh,
1: I won a contest, and now oh, they are boy. fixing my house. Oh boy! Yeah, that's how it works. All right. So what happened? Anyway, you did so not win the lottery. I that's did not, I won the shit quite lottery. Quite opposite of yes. the lottery that <laughs> it happened. It was the
0: opposite of winning the lottery that happened to me.
1: So you gave a call.
0: So at about at about four thirty on Thursday morning, well. For me, I woke up at about like three on Thursday morning and I woke up and I was having these really, really bad stomach cramps. And for me, I thought that maybe it was just um, like cramping, like lady time cramping. So I was like, okay, this is weird. It kind of hurts a little bit more than usual. Yeah. Um, But as I was sitting there, I'm like, it wasn't going away. And in fact, it just started getting worse and worse and worse. And I kind of felt like my insides were on fire. Like I've never... I have never felt anything like this in my entire life. And uh, so much so I was in so much pain that I was actually it, it made me throw up from from the pain. Uh, so I was sitting there. I was in pain. I mean, I, that's I,
1: hardcore. Yeah. I, had, I, I don't think I don't know if I've ever thrown up. It was. It like was
0: that. indescribable how I I just I can't even put into words how much it hurt. And um, so I was I, I could was tell that. just
1: by your voice.
0: Yeah I could barely talk I, I couldn't talk And so I was I, I tried to deal with it For about an hour Until I've never had this feeling before Because this is the first time I've ever, ever actually had to go To the hospital Like to the emergency room Yeah Because um, I've never had it hurt To the point where you're just like There is something Very wrong with me And it's something that I cannot Deal with by myself And there's a, There's yeah. an issue And it
1: was terrifying Hearing from you Just because I oh. knew Like that this was not a joke Like that you were Messed up And and pretty much we determined, yeah, you needed to get to the emergency room. Mm. So I I went right over. So
0: I called Greg. I'm like, I think I'm like I, I don't know what's happening. I'm like, there's something wrong. I've just thrown up a bunch, and yeah. the pain it, it isn't getting better. It's getting worse. I'm like, I and then so I finally called my dad. And uh, and I couldn't really talk to my dad, so I called Greg, and then Greg ended up talking to my dad, and he's like, "Yeah, take yeah. her to the emergency room,
1: yeah, it, right now."
0: So this is about five o'clock in the morning, yeah, on
1: Thursday, yeah. And so off we went to the emergency room, which is Ooh. not something anyone ever wants to do that early in the morning. I mean, I I even I was running lights, like I was doing everything to get her there because she. I've never seen and very few people in as much pain as Sarah clearly was. Like she could barely even walk. So I'm like, I got to get her there now. Um, And so I, I ran through lights and, and whatever. You know, yeah, you guys are pretty fast. Yeah, I'm still waiting. I'm imagining... I, I have an imagination that I'm going to get some tickets from something uh, for that because I was speeding everywhere.
0: If you do, I will gladly pay it. Oh, yeah. We'll, you, I will I will cover whatever cost of the ticket. I yeah.
1: at all. Like, hopefully, it would drop. Yeah, so guys. I barely
0: remember Greg coming and getting me and the ride there because I was kind of blacking out. Mm-hmm. Like, it's that kind of pay where I, I kept feeling like I was going to pass out or throw up. And then I would do like a little bit of both. And uh, Greg finally got me there. And by the time we walked into the emergency room, I couldn't stand. So he like put me in a wheelchair. Yeah. And had to wheel me up to the counter where they stuck the little bracelet on me.
1: Uh-huh. And checked and- in and all that stuff. And and yeah. And then we had to wheel you uh, back into another room. And, and this is something. So I've. I've only been in the ER once. I, I went there because I had because I had pink eye in California and I couldn't get an appointment anywhere else. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, fine, I'm just going to go to the ER. Um, and pink eye sucks when you're on vacation. By the way, it's horrible. It sucks anytime. But it yeah, I was going to say that it seems s- like in general, I it before it sucks. Oh yeah. yeah. So that's that's like my only experience, and it wasn't a rush, wasn't an emergency. It's just I need to need somebody to give me a prescription for eye stuff. <laughs> um, this was serious because we didn't know what was wrong with Sarah, and that's where the scary part is. Is no idea, and I was trying to look up stuff while we were there while we were waiting for people to come. Like, is this appendicitis? Is like, how does that work? You know, where's the pain mm-hmm. at? What's going on? You know, is there an alien inside of her that's going to pop out? You know, we don't know. It felt like there was an alien inside of me wanting to pop out. Kind of. Well, it turns out there was
0: kind of kind an alien of, yeah. inside of
1: me. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and so so we went in, and you know, and this is all really scary when you're at the emergency room. Well, and, because
0: especially if they have no idea what it is, and like they're asking yeah. your pain level, and I was like. My pain level... Like, they give you the pain level, like, one through ten, what's your pain level at? And I could barely... I'm just like, I don't know, eight. Like, I I don't know. And I couldn't stop crying, and it was just... It was awful. It was... Man.
1: It was, yeah, really awful to see. I mean, uh, I felt horrible, too. Can I just tell tell you
0: that Greg is, like, the best friend ever. He is the greatest human. He did not leave me, except for when I asked him to, like, when they were having to do, like, a bunch of tests and stuff. But, um, yeah, I'm so grateful for you. Thank you so much, Greg. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, that's what... I don't even know if I would have been able to make it out of my house because I was about ready to pass out like on my floor. I don't know what would have happened. So yeah, turns well, out that it was a bigger deal than we thought.
1: It was mm-hmm. so sat in there, um, you know, for hours and Sarah would just go in and out of the room for tests. And that by that point, her dad showed up at, at, at mid morning because he had driven down from Bremerton. Uh, once I talked to him, he's like, "Nope, I'm on the road, which is great because he is actually a doctor. So I will, won't go into it too much, but it, man, it helps when you have somebody who's an actual doctor in the room to talk mm. to the other doctors. Um, but yeah, just yeah, kind of sat there with her while Sarah would go. They'd wheel her out to her, for a test and then wheel her back in and then wheel her out, all the while getting her pain meds because they had you on a drip. Mm. Yeah, they had me on a different
0: drip, so they put in the IV thing, which this is how much pain I was in because they put in the... Uh, what is it called? Not the I. Is it the IV? Or isn't that
1: an IV? Or a drip? yeah, whatever or it what is, do you call where that? they put
0: the they put the needle in you and basically like they can uh, put like medication and like you know fluids and things. In I don't know to- what you
1: call that then. No, maybe the it's IV not. Drip maybe it's the- not a drip because it's not like you had a bag. It was just like there, and they would come and.
0: Yeah, I can't remember what it is, but they put that in, and so basically they can feed you the medicine or like fluids or anything through that, and so that's yeah. how much I pain I was in because they just shoved it. In. I'm like, I don't care, just stick it in my arm. Yeah. I need to. So we did all kinds of tests, like because um, initially they first thought it was me. Uh, that I had a kidney stone. And so they were talking about how like they had thought from the symptoms that it sounded like there was a kidney stone that maybe was stuck in there that had calcified and that was trying to pass.
1: Which I didn't know what a kidney stone was when we went in there. I mean, I've heard that term before, but yeah, it's, we're not going to get too, too in-depth with the medical side of it. I guess maybe we shouldn't do that, but it, it's not, a, it's not a huge No, deal. but I'm going to say what it was. It's painful. Yeah. yeah. I mean, a kidney stone's apparently painful, but. You, you don't have to do anything invasive, generally speaking. They do, like, blast sound waves at it, which breaks it up, apparently. Mm-hmm. That's, what they're, that's what she was saying. Which is
0: very, like, non-invasive. So, like, basically, yeah. it just it's sound waves, and then they just kind of wait for you to pass through, like, pass it. So, I'm like, yeah. okay, awesome. Well, painful, that's just something
1: but not a huge painful, deal. but
0: it's totally going to, like, yeah. go away. Like,
1: which, by the way, I guess you get it from dehydration, so make sure you drink plenty of water. Because there's a bunch of people in Portland that, I guess, fed kidney stones because we've had such hot weather, mm-hmm. and people aren't hydrating enough. So, I learned my lesson just from not that not even having to you? Just learning about it, I'm like, oh, I don't want that. Water so, is very important. Water is good. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so um,
0: so I ended up getting a CT scan. Yeah, and they checked for it. And so, like this whole time, I was convinced that it was a kidney stone. So I'm like, oh, okay, well, phew, well, it's not that big of a deal.
1: Oh, I do want to say because somebody just asked how many crazies were in the. Oh, ER. there were yeah, crazies. There were crazies. So, uh, side note, we're gonna get to what happened to Sarah <laughs> yeah. again. She's obviously. Has survived, so uh, so it's good. But it's it was still a very scary morning. But at that point, when we got in there, it was so early in the morning. There was hardly anybody else in in the ER, and no,
0: which was like actually good timing because yeah. I guess it gets busy throughout the day. So I mean, we did get there like right before, like so it wasn't <laughs> before, too before crazy the morning busy. rush, yeah. And yeah, so right? <laughs> the
1: morning rush happened after after we were there, and. I was noticing outside of of the room that Sarah was in, like more and more police officers were kind of showing up. There were a lot of police officers. you know, you're so concerned with what's going on with the person you're there with that you kind of don't pay attention as much. But eventually, there became so many police officers you couldn't ignore it. And they were all gathering in the hallway. And there was, I don't know, like, seriously, like 10 of them, mm. probably? No, at least. Yeah. 10 police officers out there. It's like, okay, so who are they here for? What is going on here? And, and before then, you think it,
0: it wasn't for me. <laughs> no, it was yeah. not for Sarah.
1: No, and then you start hearing uh, the guy out back yelling and screaming. And uh, motherfucker,
0: motherfucker, you know, motherfucker, and like hitting something. I'm like, what? Stuff getting knocked happening? over. It's like, ah, oh,
1: that's that's who they're here for. Yeah. And uh, you see that guy kind of run by the room, <laughs> and then later on, there's another shirtless guy, <laughs> a shirtless, running, dude around, just running around, around, doing like the tough guy walk. Like, dude, you are not tough walking around <laughs> with your shirt off in the ER. Like, no. nobody thinks you're a badass. No. But he was trying to do the strut down the hall. Like, what the fuck, man? Yeah, what's up? Yeah, like, that was dude. Weird. Yeah, yeah. That's that's not the place that's not the place you look cool dude no it just doesn't work for nobody you. looks cool nobody looks cool and then, the, and then that's york. why
0: we realized there were so many cups there yeah, and that's, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's when we found out that so anyway yes so the crazies all, did show up yeah so the crazies were there so that's all happening so I uh, end up getting a CT scan to see if it's a kidney stone um, come back uh, get the scans back so it turns out so this whole time I was convinced that that was what it was I'm like cool like you know because hospitals are scary anyway and I've never mm-hmm. been there I've never you know had any procedure except for minus my wisdom teeth when i was oh, like yeah. 16 when i had my wisdom teeth do they out put you
1: under for that or
0: they do but i remember i even woke up during it like they had to put more um they had to give me more whatever it was that knocked you out because i woke up to Anesthesia. them scraping yeah uh so that was the only time i'd ever had anything uh, close to a yeah. procedure so um they came back so the doctor came in and he's just like so uh your ct scan came back normal and it turns out that Well, there was a whole other thing that happened with this, but we don't need to get into that. Yeah. There was a nurse. Whatever you... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. There was
1: a crappy nurse. Yeah,
0: there was a crappy nurse who thought the doctor had already spoken to me and and told me what was going on, but he hadn't, and she was very abrasive and had a really shitty bedside manner. Let me tell you, 98% of the other nurses were the most amazing people in the world. Of course, it's the one...
1: That The one was pretty bad. She was pretty bad. She gave away the diagnosis from the CT scan and just blurted it. She gave, a, she gave it.
0: the spoiler without even like prepping me for what was yeah, happening.
1: Something that the doctor was supposed to do. And she just blurted it out. And it's a scary term. It's a scary word that she just blurted out mm-hmm. that uh, none of us had, had heard anybody talk about yet.
0: No, so up until that point, I thought it was still a kidney stone. And then yeah. this nurse walks in and she's like, oh, All right, well, since you have a, a, a large cyst, we're going to have to go. I'm like, What? What yeah. do you mean? I thought it was a, a kidney stone.
1: That's how. That's how we found. And she out. was
0: so unfriendly.
1: And this was after seven hours of being there. of
0: me just sitting there, being poked and prodded and looked at by so many people. And then this woman just comes in, just well, since you have a cyst, she's that like, she was a bitch. I'm just yeah, gonna say that. She was. And Greg and I was both. And I was like immediately burst into tears. I'm like, what are you talking about? I don't know what you're talking about. She's like, oh, you didn't know? Nobody told you? I'm like, no. I thought I had a, a kidney stone. I don't know what you're talking about. No. She's like, oh, yeah, well, we need to do this, and then you need to... I'm like, I was it's just like in nobody shock. nobody
1: had said what the results were from this test. I mean, it's no. a very sensitive thing. You need somebody just to explain it. So you're like, okay, well, here's what happened. Because it's
0: scary. Done. It's terrifying it when someone's like, hey, guess what? You have a huge growth inside of you that you didn't know. And by huge, I mean huge. So well, and
1: your mind goes to the worst places because you don't know. I mean obviously you are to not cancer. doctors you know sarah of yeah. course is half doctor of since course. her father's a doctor but mm-hmm. uh not in this side of of things not uh, internal medicine so anyway no you you have no idea what it is and yeah you your mind goes to the worst places mm-hmm. and it's like holy shit this is really really scary and
0: uh yeah so this i think that's one of that, oh that
1: might have been one of the russians
0: i think so oh yeah that sounds like a homemade uh yeah.
1: I would, might, might have been thing. one of my neighbors out there. We'll, mm-hmm. we'll see if anybody pops up. In the there background.
0: was one out there earlier today. Yeah. I saw him, and he was like, hello to you. I'm like, oh. Oh, boy. he said hello? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. He was pushing a bicycle. I'm like, all I could think of was, is that stolen? <laughs> I, don't <know.
1: laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'm realizing that we're talking right now with the window open. They can probably hear. Oh, they're fine. Yeah. They don't, they don't care. I, I did just kind of realize that. They. Now I'm very close to their territory. Okay. Now I need to be I careful.
0: Do not fear the neighbors. You're okay. You don't. You don't. Well, <laughs> you it. are kind of living here now. Well, I am. Oh, so. I'm living in your basement. <laughs> so I am the new true. roommate, by the way. It's
1: <laughs> <That is> true. <laughs> um, all right. Well, yeah. So, so, anyway, so anyway, found anyway, out this horrible thing. found Back out this that.
0: horrible thing from this horrible nurse. Um. Again, like the other nurses, were, they made the time so much easier because it turned out that I did have to stay there because I did, in fact... Have a, a cyst in my abdomen. Um, that was, and I'm gonna just gonna say this one's the size of it because it is ridiculous, four and a half inches in diameter. It was an eleven and a half centimeter di- in diameter cyst, which is basically the size of a grapefruit, which was inside of my body. Which is why everything, like I've always just had kind of like I don't know, like like stomach issues and things, and they think that's why because you know there's this grapefruit inside of me that was you know moving things around that shouldn't God. be. So needless to say, it turned out to be a big deal. And they were like, all right, so we're probably going to have to have surgery on you immediately because they can't take a chance of it puncturing. They think the reason um, that it was that that I was in so much pain was because it was moving. And because it's moving, it could puncture and that could cause an infection, which is just leads to all sorts of bad things. It's like, cool, we're going to have to get you in uh, to surgery as quick as possible. So um, within them telling me that I was going to have to have surgery and within them doing it, I think it was like 45
1: minutes. It was really fast. It was supposed to be like four hours because I took off. Yeah, because
0: Greg had left and there's like, oh, we probably won't get her in until like 430 or so.
1: Yeah, because I ran to get your computer and and we're like, okay, well, Sarah's going to be here for a while now. She's going to have to be here overnight and she wanted her computer and her phone charger and all that. So I I went and got that stuff, figuring I was going to be back in plenty of time before she went in. I got back you were already in mm-hmm. you were already, I was already, in. already
0: in like they already and... the doctor was so amazing and she's just like cool this is what we're gonna do this is uh you're gonna be under you're gonna be over under for this particular amount of time
1: mm-hmm. which if
0: you've never been under anesthesia like it's really I've scary never. to think. yeah so i so the procedure itself uh to get that out was supposed to be an hour mine ended up taking a little over two hours which I didn't even know until like later on in the night because nobody had told me because I guess like they were having a hard time getting out, which is terrifying to know that you're completely out of it and like there are things happening that you don't know, and then there
1: are complications that you didn't know. Well, let me just say, yeah, because and you're under when all this is happening, but I was sitting there in the in the waiting room. So they have this waiting room, and I had no idea this is how it works, and. I'm assuming a lot of people don't just because hopefully you don't have to spend too much time in ER waiting for somebody in surgery. But the way it works now is you sit in this giant waiting room and they've got a board up. It's almost like an airplane, like a rival departure board <laughs> where everybody's really? assigned in an a not. Yeah. So you were oh, assigned a notice. number. Your name's not on it, but you have a number and um, it's like an, like an eight digit number. So you know who that person is. If you know, if you have their number and it shows like in prep. In surgery, in waiting room, what, it's like, like like there's all like the things when you can
0: order a pizza along and line and see when it's like being no, made and, and cooking and, and delivery.
1: On top of that, you get one of those round like flashy button things that you get at like restaurants if you're well, like waiting a pager in line. Yeah, a pager. So it's like you know when when you go to a restaurant, it's like oh well, it's an hour and a half. Wait, we'll give you a pager. You can go to the bar. You get one of those that's exactly like a restaurant one. And so oh, it's sitting weird. there, and then when you're when you're out, it just goes ding, ding 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 ding. ding, And so the buzzer went off, and that's and that's when we knew to go up and uh, and talk to the people. And then they're like, "Okay, yeah, go into the room. The doctor's going to be out here in a minute. Oh, we'll explain wow. everything. Yeah, it's really it was really weird. It felt kind of surreal. It's like, yeah, I'm holding this, but Sarah's in there getting operated on right now. But I'm waiting for this buzzer to go off. Yeah, and uh, it was. I mean. It was nerve wracking to me because it just kept going. I did think it was supposed to be shorter. Yeah, it was it just supposed kept to going be an longer hour and, and longer, then, yeah. and then you're like, you know, again, my mind going to the worst place. Well, because like, it doesn't oh my God, seem like what's a, happening. A surgery there,
0: like... goes longer because it's going well. No, <laughs> that no. doesn't seem like those two. It really does. Things go hand in hand. Um, but yeah, the the trippiest thing about being under anesthesia. So uh, so I was in there, went in at about um, two, I think finally came to around like 4.30. Yeah. I think that's when I started to uh, wake up a little bit. And I woke- So what's weird is you go into the surgery room, like it's completely, you know, surgical white, like everything, you know, they're just like the big, which I've never, it looked like something kind of a movie, like with the big silver domes of light, you know, like those big oh, lights really? that they have. Do
1: you remember going into the surgery mm-hmm. room? That's where they put you under?
0: Yeah, because they wheeled you in because you could have... Like if,
1: where they were going to cut you open, that's yeah. where the spot... So what
0: they have is they have, uh, if you're afraid of anesthesia, they have a pre-anesthesia anesthetic that you can take that they could basically do in the prep room so you wouldn't remember them pushing you to the surgery room.
1: I would probably want that. Or
0: you could just do the anesthesia. Honest, so i was talking to-
1: I'd be afraid of it well, I was talking
0: to my dad and he's just like well you know the anesthesia is gonna work and he's like by the time it's just gonna make you so groggy he's like just go in and do it so I remember them pushing me from the prep room where you have to sign you know your life away all the consent forms and everything Ugh. then the doctor pushed me from there to also there's not a lazier feeling in the world than someone pushing you around in a hospital bed it's kind of awesome <laughs> because you're just kind of flying through the corridors huh. I've never had anyone push me it's probably in super a bed smooth it is and they had trans- Good shocks they had transport people at uh-huh. this hospital that weren't the the nurses, but they would uh, be like, all right, we need transportation for Sarah, and they'd come down to whatever floor I'm on, and they'd just come pick me up and then wheel me to the next floor It was huh. weird weird uh so yeah, so the doctor moved me from prep to the surgery room and like they roll you in. You know, and they have you, like, a, they put you from the from the moving bed that you're on to the surgical table, kind of put the blanket, they, like, put blankets on you, you know, they make sure everything's going to give you a bunch of oxygen at first. The doctor will sit and talk to you, and you're surrounded by all those, like, big circle lamps. They're all over, like, above you. Okay. Like some sort of movie. And then that's, and then once they're ready, they take off the oxygen mask, and then they did the thing where they, like, tap me, because they're like, all right, we're going to tap you when we're going to start giving you the anesthetic.
1: Why why do they tap you? Just to
0: let you know to start because they have you do deep breaths with the oxygen and then and then basically they're like, All right, so now we're gonna change and they have to do something where like I they push like on your trachea so that they can put the breathing tube in. It was a weird process. Anyway, so all I remember is talking to the doctor, and then she's like, All right, here's the anesthetic. And I just remember her going, Night, night. <laughs> and then that was it. Then, boom, two and a half hours later, wake up in a completely different room. There were a whole bunch, because the surgery room was So, all, do you
1: feel like you slept, or no, you just you just closed your eyes and w- it, opened your eyes? Let
0: me just tell you, it was the weirdest thing. So, I just feel like I just blinked. And then I opened my eyes. Oh, man. Because that's the weird. surgery room had no windows in it. You know, it's all walled off and just, you know, pristine, completely surgical like surgically Uh clean like all steel and and white basically and i woke up and there i was in this room with a big bay of windows next to me and all this like natural light was coming in and i remember i heard this beeping and i just remember i woke up and i'm like looking around and the first thing you do is i looked at my i'm like oh god i have my hospital gown on and of course what you want to do is like lift it up so i'm like did it happen did it already happen i don't know if and so I did the thing where like I lifted up my surgical gown, and you see like the bandages. I'm like, oh god, okay, it happened.
1: Um, I'm looking at the live chat too because we've got the funemploymentradio.com/slash/live for thank you for our live subscribers. We really do appreciate that. Some people are saying Edward's saying it's it's like blinking. It is. It was Ontario, so weird. Dude says waking up is the freaky part. That's it, weird. See, so you don't even feel like you dreamt or you no, slept at no, all. No, I just woke up. You and I just and woke
0: up, and I'm like. Like this, and I look over, and there there's bright lights, and I'm like, "Where am I?" And then I then I look around, and I see all the other hospital beds because it's basically everyone coming out of their anesthesia, and uh, and then I'm kind of looking around, and then I look down at my hand, you know, and I have the IV and the finger thing, and my arm cuff, oh, man, and then weird, like, but then your gown is covering everything, so you can't see what happened to you. So that was the freakiest part. is like lifting it up and being like, "Oh God, okay, it happened." Wow. So then you have to like, kind of prove that your wits are without uh, about you. And uh, like they
1: they give you a test.
0: Yeah, you have to kind of talk, you have to make sure like you can say your doctor's name, and they just did a bunch of um, just make sure that you're making sense, and then they can wheel you out of there. Because I could only leave after I started making sense. It's so like, all right, well, your friend and, and your dad are in the other room, but we have to make sure that you know you're kind of getting off the um, anesthesia before we you know let you out because I don't know you have to make sure that it's worn off a little bit. So. Yeah, that was freaky. Closing your eyes, opening them and poof,
1: weird. You're on a that's not how I would place. picture like I would I yeah. would think that you dream or it'd be like you were sleeping, but I guess again, I've I've never been under it. Mm-hmm. That's that's weird. It's weird. Huh.
0: And then it's also weird because I mean, they removed something the size of a grapefruit out of my body and yeah. I do like feel a little lighter like it's weird that you don't know something's wrong with you until you do and afterward I'm like I do feel better there was something wrong okay yeah
1: well that was I mean I still feel like other internal organs around yeah. I mean that's that's a pretty big deal well I
0: mean I was sliced open a bit so I mean I'm still yeah. not feeling awesome and
1: um, yeah which is why Sarah's been staying over at my place like her little Apartment by herself. That's just not a good idea. No,
0: and this is really nice. And Greg has a big house, and he has like a really nice, like furnished, um, like basement area downstairs with the TV and everything. So I've been. Thank you so much. Greg mm-hmm. is the... I can't even express how grateful I am. No, oh, I'm going to cry. You can't be on no, your own in your know. weird,
1: creepy apartment with, I know. you know, wall man watching on you. With wall man you.
0: watching me, maybe he'll bring me snacks.
1: Better oh. better to be in my creepy basement. But so. the
0: thing is, like, so I did end up staying the night at the hospital, mm-hmm. um, which was interesting. I've never stayed at a hospital. Uh, so much weird public access. I ended up watching that um, public access channels. Yeah. Did you know that there are multiple ones?
1: I mean, and I like one? the public access channels, but I don't watch that many. All right. I... I I don't know. So yeah. there
0: was one. I took a picture of it. I'm gonna pull well, this later. And we should later. say
1: that the one you went to, and we we kind of just went to the closest one. I mean, it was a it's a, a religious hospital, right? Yes, a, a religious affiliation. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: lots of crosses and, yeah. and things everywhere.
1: But whatever, who cares? Yeah.
0: So there were a lot of weird religious channels, but there were also a lot of uh, public access channels. One of which just had, um, I think it's from Futurama. I can't remember what it's from. Do you remember the Hypnotoad? It's like a weird... It's a hypnotoad. I think it's from Futurama. A Future hypnotoad? The, I honestly you know, it's have no idea like what that a, is. Uh, Like a toad, but basically it has pupils that kind of like, get smaller and larger, and it's called the hypnotoad, and it's something... Anyway, Why this, is it called
1: the hypnotoad?
0: I think because he's like a hypnotizing toad, and his eyes look like he's trying to hypnotize you. But this was
1: a channel of just that? It was a
0: channel. I ended up watching it for 10 minutes just to see if it would change. Nope. It was just a channel of the hypnotoad just playing over and over again. Another one, I got a picture of it. I can't remember the name. I sent it to you. Um, where it's this woman Oh yeah you did
1: I uh, don't have my phone with me uh, Let me look here It yeah. was
0: the most ridiculous thing well, ever
1: Probably we know somebody who knows this woman I don't because yeah, I
0: but. Yeah so I was watching this I'm like I have to take a picture of this To yeah. make sure I'm not hallucinating Well here's the
1: thing Sarah started sending me texts like, And this was uh, Thursday night I guess When she was staying there and I'm like alright Well and she's she was still pretty loopy. I mean, not you know. I don't know if she realized she was loopy, but she was she was a little loopy, and that's fine. And she just started sending me screen caps of things she was watching on television. I don't remember the toad, but uh, oh, I have that one on my like, phone. Too. Okay, I can prove it. All right, thanks. And yeah, you sent me one of some show on public access called Diary of a Middle Aged Fat Ass in Portland, Oregon. That is the name of the show.
0: That is the full name of the show. So, if you can see I'm, that, yeah, no, we'll post a picture along with this.
1: Yeah, well, I, there I it mean, is. this is somebody who obviously lives in Portland, so
0: it was just bizarre. So I was watching this, and I'm like, wait, is this real? And so I took a picture. Thank God, because I'm yeah. like, I cannot just be dreaming about this. And it was just, basically just a woman, just a normal looking woman, talking about the smoothies that she's drinking, and then that was it. Huh. It was the weirdest thing.
1: So, yeah, all the different public access channels yeah. and, and religious channels. So you were watching all of that but stuff. But anyway, yeah, I thought then- that I
0: was like going a little nutty because I am on medication since I did have a, a very invasive surgery. It's going to take a while, too. But that being said, since I did have surgery, they do send you back, uh, you know, they send you home with medication, like pain medication to make sure that you don't hurt. Yeah. And, Which this, uh, is where <laughs> this is where it's coming in. So my parents are now calling me Probably like every hour or two, Greg has heard this because like he's to calling me. My parents are both terrified that I'm going to start being addicted to uh, uh, to pain prescribed medicine. It's like medication.
1: They've, they've watched some after school special about the girl who was oh. in an accident and then started taking painkillers, and then just Here, like I'm two gonna, days yeah, gonna... later, her life is just out of control, slamming bottles of pain pills, and it's. Well, that's I've been the, here. I mean, it says, you know, she takes taking the prescribed amount, my and, prescribed
0: know, amount that has been given to me. And so my parents <laughs> are basically trying to convince me to not take my pain medication because they're afraid that I'm going to get addicted. OK, I should be not. This is a text message I got from my mom this morning and I finally had to call her and be like, Mom, you've got to leave me alone. I just had, you know, I was cut open. I need to have. She's like, well, some Tylenol will do it. Tylenol will be fine. I'm like. Mom, Jesus Christ, no. (laughs) All right, my mom wrote and said, Hi, sweetie, how are you doing this morning? There was an article in today's paper about doctors over-prescribing opioids. It freaks me out. How about using ibuprofen or Tylenol? How's your pain level? Love you, sweetie. I'm such a worrier. Be sure to take it slow this week. XOXO. (laughs) So now... so both yeah. her and my dad are alternating calling me and just being like, "So how many pain pills are you taking?" Since this
1: is the start of our own after-school special, or like a Hallmark, uh, what would this be on? Lifetime, Lifetime, mm-hmm. where you start getting addicted to it. You're living in my basement. All of a sudden, mm-hmm. things are going to go missing from my basement because you have to get more of your pain pills. That you're. That you're oh going yeah, after. I'm a pain. And pills. I'm not making. You know, pain pill addiction is a serious thing. Sarah doesn't have. It. I'm not this going to be addicted it's to pain pills. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just picturing you down there just chugging them.
0: Oh God. Well, now my parents, because it's the whole Catholic guilt thing, man. Uh Because I haven't done anything wrong, and now my parents are making me feel as if I'm doing something wrong by taking the medication that's prescribed to
1: me. Okay, Courtney in the Lifetime chat is saying in the Lifetime uh, lifetime chat. chat, Sorry, (laughs) (laughs) Courtney in the live chat is saying we need a Lifetime movie title for Sarah's uh, drug addiction, impending drug addiction. So yeah, something
0: about opioids. uh, um,
1: Um, Yeah, what would it start off with?
0: I can't remember. So, I mean, pain, addicted to pain. Um, you can work on it. Yeah, I really can. Yeah, you can, can work I on it. Can. We'll workshop it. Mm-hmm. I need to workshop it a little bit. So, but, yeah, so this has been never-ending. Like, my my whole recovery has been, like, watching bad movies, taking my pain pills because I'm addicted, and um, fielding phone calls from my parents asking me if I am addicted to my pain pills. Yeah,
1: and I will say, you know, obviously, I want Sarah to be comfortable. You know, she's recovering. It is a serious thing. She had surgery, but. God damn, there's been a lot of uh, Felicity on in this house. <laughs> and Felicity is the worst TV show that has ever been created. And I, I've never seen it before until over the last three days where it's on mm. 24 hours a day at this house. It's terrible. It's awful. Mm-hmm. Felicity is awful. Oh, it has no redeeming qualities whatsoever. None. And None. I've I've been around you when you watch like Gilmore Girls. I can watch Gilmore. makes Gilmore Girls look amazing. Gilmore Girls is amazing. Compared to this. Felicity is Terrible. That is my only statement. That's the one thing I've learned over the last couple of days. That's, uh, that's Rick says, up.
0: I am living in a basement in Southeast. That's sad. Yeah. Uh,
1: yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's all right. Next step, might as well chug down some more pain pills. <laughs> I
0: know, right? You're going to be hanging
1: out with the neighbors. I mean, bit, my thing. life's
0: already sad living in the basement.
1: <laughs> down in the basement.
0: <laughs> no, I do have to say in that. In the it basement is... with
1: Ollie. <laughs> I know. Ollie the dog. I
0: get to hang out with Ollie the dog. Me and the dog hanging out in the basement. <laughs> yeah, the basement is a little scary, but I think I've been like... You know, too out of it to actually be scared because regular Sarah, like, you know, normal, not in pain, um, you know, Sarah would be scared of sleeping in the basement because, you know, clearly because it's being Mm -hmm. haunted and there's the gimp room and all that weird stuff down there. Yeah. But like right now, I'm just, I'm so grateful and to, to have a that. cool
1: place to to like lay down and watch TV. The gimp room is the secret room in my basement. We call it the gimp room. There's no gimps in there. Um, but yeah, there is a secret room in my basement. Mm-hmm. So that's that's what it's called. No, and that's
0: like right next to where the futon is that I'm sleeping on, which, oh my gosh, it's so comfortable. It's like the good. best thing.
1: Good, good, good. Yeah. Yeah. But so that's, uh, that's kind of the saga of what has gone on over the last uh, couple of days and why, you know, obviously we took Thursday and Friday off. Mm. We're doing this one here from my house. I don't know what we're going to do tomorrow. We may do another one here from the house too. It, it's all going to depend on Sarah's recovery time. Yeah, I'm trying. Feeling. I'm feeling
0: better, but every time I move around a little bit, it's, yeah, it's still a little hard. Yeah, but you
1: can't push it too much because, yeah. I mean, you did, you did get cut off I won't go I mean, into
0: details about, like, I have mean, I've three incisions, yeah. though. They had did it in three different places, so it's three different places that are healing. And it's, yeah. And they're all in different like different. Sides and it's just it kind of hurts. Question
1: uh, in the live chat uh, from Mister Jenki asking who's familiar with the layout of my house because every section of the house has a name. Um, Staying in the Gimp Room or No Man's Land? So No Man's Land, she doesn't have to stay there. No Man's Land.
0: Spider? Isn't that the Spider Area?
1: No, that's uh, Spider City. Spider City. You're not in Spider City. That's oh, a whole different section. There's the spider city is the gateway to the gimp room. So there's spider city is a whole little section of its own. And it's uh, really creepy and full of spiders. No man's land is the dirt side. It's all walled off. I have access panels to it, but I would not make you stay in no man's land. Nobody stays in no man's land. Whatever goes well, on I back there. Stay in no is man's they, land. they do whatever they want back there. I don't know who lives there. I don't know what's down there. I don't know what goes on on that side. I don't open the panel. They don't open it back. It stays that way. Hmm. Um, no, you're staying in actual, the the main part of the basement, um, which I haven't named, I haven't actually named the section you're in, the a furnished little, section. Yeah. it's like a
0: little apartment, because you used to have roommates staying there,
1: right? Yeah, years ago. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. so I kind of I mean, it really set is, set is just like, like, like a, a tiny,
0: cool, and especially since it's been hot, like, the mm, basement's perfect. It's like got my, television. Oh futon, my gosh, when I had to go back to get my stuff out of my apartment, it was like a thousand degrees, I'm like, I cannot, I, I would not be able to do this. No,
1: no, that would be miserable. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so there's, that's, that's what's going on Oh, what's all over my hand? I don't know. What, what is, is all over is your hand? Why do you have yellow stuff? Is that, uh, is that from pain pills? Is it like... I don't know. Are getting jaundice? Do you Am have getting... jaundice? What? That looks like ink. It looks like you have ink on your hand. How do?
0: I... Where would yellow ink come
1: from? I, I don't weird. know what you're doing. Okay. I don't know, I don't what, know what I'm doing either, either. Oh, you okay. want to do some World of Crazy? Let's do yeah, let's do some. I mean, idea. I'm already playing the music. <laughs> let's, let's, do we? let's do it. Let's do some World of Crazy.
0: <laughs> I feel like this is all World of Crazy.
1: Yeah, it kind of is.
0: I also took my pills about 45 minutes ago, and I kind of feel like they're kicking
1: in. And sorry if you're watching live and you keep seeing me look down. I'm trying to look at my phone because I can't use...
0: You can't, his computer. computer's over here. I'm uh,
1: yeah. trying to see if I can get in there.
0: All right. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dylan. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Water, water, water. water First water, water. up, Greg, a compelling new study has come out suggesting that American people are chicken-wing-eating maniacs.
1: I do like chicken you wings. You
0: do like chicken uh, wings. Although I'm more of a chicken don't, strip
1: guy. I do I'm more really of a like chicken, chicken strip. wings. I'm not as big into the chicken wings. Um, I'm very particular. I do like my chicken. I'm a chicken man. We've talked about it before. But I'm more of the, the chicken strips are kind of my jam. Okay. I don't like messing around with the bone side of it that much.
0: Greg, I have something to say. What? I have had about 17 bottles of water today, and I really have to pee. And I know that we're filming this, and I, do, I would not want to do this except for I can't concentrate because I have to pee so bad.
1: Yeah, well, it's going to be tough for the rest of the show for you. That's okay. Well, all right, yes, yes, all right. take a break. Should I play Paul? See how long you can do it. If I Well, had I known, I could have pulled up actually Paul the Octopus to play the video while we're broadcasting live. But, no, well, I'm um, sorry,
0: I didn't know. It kind of
1: came out of nowhere. All right, well, let's do that. Well, and I'll I, as see you were I saying can, how,
0: you know, how important water is. I not want to is. move the
1: camera too much, but I did want to do give, like, a little tour of the backyard. Well, yeah, give a tour of the backyard. Uh, yeah, but if I move the camera, it's going to screw it up. I'll, I'll step aside for a second, and I'll, and I'll give a uh, Okay, so I just, I won't well, Okay, uh, just go. go. Go, go, go. Right, hurry, I'm hurry. No, I know. I I'm just kidding. Oh. All right. Sarah is making her way through the uh, through the living room, oh trying to get there. Okay, so uh, if, you're listening, uh, if you're listening to the podcast, I apologize, because this part may not be as interesting, but I'm going to see if I can step aside here. And so if you ever hear it, you know, since I do name everything here at my house, uh, you know, the backyard, that's all that name. But to this section in the back, this is what I call the compound. So it's this old cement wall. And uh, I honestly don't know. It's it's brick, like cement bricks. I don't know how old it is 100%. There used to be a, a horse hitching post back there. And the house is very old, so I don't know. I, I, my theory is I believe they had horses back in it at one point. And then they also had... Um, A greenhouse went way back there. Now there's nothing on it, so it's it's my weird, creepy little area. Although, one thing, so we do have a puppy here at the house now, and uh, he's downstairs. Maybe I'll bring him up. He's kind of rambunctious, but he's been digging holes in two separate areas out there, and I am terrified of what he's going to find. Like, he's really obsessed with these two areas, and I don't know what's down there. There shouldn't be anything there, but the likelihood that something is buried is quite possible. You know, there's, there's, there's quite a high probability that there are, you know, um, people buried back there. And so people? that's, I don't know. It's, the house is from 1907. The property, the house is from 1907. Who knows if people were living here on this property before that? Oh, Because there's true. been cow bones that were found out here. So this was like a pasture, I think, at some point. Mm-hmm. Who knows what's buried in my backyard? I don't know, but I don't like the idea that the puppy's obsessed with these two. I like
0: your house, though. It's like a big mystery. It is. I'm just saying, you know, there's bodies waiting to be There's bodies. Yeah,
1: there's, Mm -hmm. there's, there's, you know, there's probably bodies.
0: All right. Well, thank you for letting me take a break. I feel
1: a lot better. All right. All right.
0: So chicken. Back to chicken. Yes. A new study has revealed that Americans eat an average of nearly 18,000 chicken wings in their lifetime. Wow, 18th. The average American. I
1: don't think I've eaten that many. Like I again, I'm not, chicken strips. Yeah, you factor in chicken strips or nuggets. Well, it says chicken
0: mm. wings because I don't eat things that, like I'm a meat eater, but I can't eat off the bone. We've uh-huh. talked about this before. So, um, so since their creation in 1964, you know that's when chicken wings were created at Anchor Bar in Buffalo, New York. Uh, the chicken wing has been a classic American staple, and uh, yeah, and Americans aren't holding back when it comes to their love of their chicken wings they're, yes they're delicious the average carnivore devours 24 of chick- of the chicken wings per month that's about 290 a year that seems somebody like an excessive somebody eats
1: 24 wings a month like I, I definitely don't eat that many oh, there's some more sirens too just for so yeah I'm there, there we go alright uh, <laughs> yeah that's normal
0: so yeah, so when projected over the adult average adult lifetime, that amasses to a whopping seventeen thousand six hundred and fifty-three wings consumed per person overall. Yikes. So it doesn't matter if they're from restaurant or whether they're homemade. The results of the poll show that the average pe- person eats seven pieces of wings each sitting when they sit down. So when you eat them, do you think that you eat like seven at least?
1: Um, that also
0: seems like a lot.
1: No, I don't. I don't know if I would eat that many. I mean, I'll, I'll eat the. Boneless ones, yeah. I'm not sure. I definitely mm-hmm. don't eat seven chicken strips in a sitting, like that. I don't.
0: Well, they did uh, poll 2,000 Americans, and that's how they came up with this number. So out of 2,000 Americans, like, like, that were they was the average. All these people,
1: like I, I Buffalo don't know. or like St. Louis or something, like maybe maybe something like that. I just don't see that many people eating that many wings here. Uh, it doesn't
0: say where it was. It just says Americans, and it said that it was uh, conducted by a poll company called One Poll.
1: Yeah, I don't know if I believe that. Yeah. 24 wings a month is the average? Mm-hmm. I just... No.
0: Yeah, I don't know. That's uh, That seems like a lot of wings. Yeah,
1: I mean, if they're just like taking a poll at an NFL mm-hmm. game or something, then yeah, sure. But- also,
0: from their poll, they learned... Um, let's see, that 57% of people say that they wouldn't order chicken wings on a first date.
1: Because no, they're too, too messy. messy. Yeah, no, you can't order messy food.
0: You know what? You also can't eat on a date, which I've tried to before salads oh yeah I can't eat a salad without getting it all over my face
1: Wow. Well,
0: how about you what do you have problems no, with no I eat them
1: dry so I don't have to worry about the sauce when it comes to the salad I don't, like, I don't like dressing on my salads oh my gosh yeah I know, I know. Well, what that's would why you... I wouldn't get it because I wouldn't want somebody to well, see that well what
0: would you not eat on a date but...
1: lots of things I, I don't like eating around other people in general I mean, I would probably try to eat beforehand. Well, I know you can't do that, but... um,
0: No, and then just make the the other person eat by themselves. No, I'm
1: not going to make somebody eat by themselves. But, man, I hate eating around other people. It's just my little thing. Mm -hmm. It's my weird thing. Yeah, I I I know you very well, and I barely see you eat. Unless everybody's eating. You know, it's a big group of people at a dinner... I'll do it. I can handle it. I definitely can't be the only person eating in front of someone in one on one. You could start your That's own weird. like
0: eating channel because you do have a very strange way of eating. I think what, you
1: like could a, have like an ASMR channel or something. Yeah, or... I think
0: that you could have some sort of like fetish eating channel because you do eat in a shameful way.
1: Because the way
0: you eat, you're just so ashamed of it. Like you eat in a very strange way. I can't really put my finger on it. Like you eat I, I don't know. I don't know. It's it's strange.
1: What, I mean...
0: I I've never seen anyone quite eat like you.
1: Do I eat too fast? You eat or? too fast and like, like... No, no, that can't be it because I eat slow. Like, it takes me a long time to get through a meal. No,
0: no, no. You, it takes you a long time to get through a meal, but when you put it, for like the process of getting it from your plate into your mouth...
1: Oh, yeah, it's quick, You do that like, really
0: fast. just go... Like, and, like, and, like, and then like chew as fast as you can. And then
1: wait like 10 minutes and take another bite. I kind of yeah. eat like a reptile almost. A little bit. real slow. Just taking my time. Now that I think of... Yeah, okay. All
0: right, where's Sioux City? Iowa. All right. Out of Sioux City, Iowa. We have some
1: fine listeners in Sioux City.
0: Sioux City. All right. Well, a 33-year-old Sioux City man has been arrested after trying to deposit a $1 million bill at a local bank.
1: A $1 million bill. Yes, a $1 million bill.
0: Yes. Uh, So according to media reports, uh, this gentleman named Dennis Strickland. Oh, it doesn't say who was on it. Uh, Well, Dennis Strickland. I I feel like that's
1: an important factor in there.
0: That would be, Greg. That's you know, a really good question.
1: Who would you put on it? Who would you who do put you... on a million dollar bill?
0: Ooh. Mm. I don't know. Stephen Hawking?
1: Stephen Hawking, okay. All right, yeah, I guess that's. Madonna? A... <laughs> Madonna, that's who should be on the million mm-hmm. dollar bill. I mean, Weird Al. I think that's deserving.
0: Mm-hmm. Tim Curry?
1: Not Tim Curry Tim Curry Weird Al Okay if we're talking about currency Who deserves to be on a currency Tim Currency Tim Curry does not deserve <laughs> to be on a currency Yes I heard it oh, Okay No Tim Curry would not be worthy of a currency
0: um. Okay well Weird Al's awesome But he's not worthy of a currency well, either Well
1: fine Okay Fine More worthy than Tim Curry Hmm
0: <gasps> President Camacho Camacho. That's exactly yeah. what should be on the million dollar demo. That would be pretty good. <laughs> yes. Alfred E. Newman, yes. Trinity <laughs> Bakersfield. Will,
1: yeah. Alfred E. Newman. Okay. Do you know who Alfred E. Newman is? No. Okay. I, I didn't think so. Uh, so it's from Mad Magazine. Okay. I used to read Mad Magazine. Yeah, I wasn't ooh. even
0: going to pretend. I can't. Yeah. I, know. I
1: loved Mad Magazine um, growing up. And uh, it, Alfred E. Newman's the guy that's always on the cover, and they change him to. Like fit, the like, Redhead Kid? Yeah, the Redhead Kid. That's Alfred E. Newman. Oh, okay. Mm hmm. That's, That's his freckles? name. Yep. All right. Alfred E. Newman.
0: All right. Well, this gentleman, God, 33-year-old she... Dennis Strickland, tried to uh, deposit the fraudulent courtesy. This happened last week, uh, spotting the fake bill. I'm surprised that they were able to spot it. You know, I'm sure people get away with million-dollar bills all the time. Wait a minute. Well, the bank teller did notify the Sioux City Police Department, and a sergeant confirmed that, indeed, Dennis Strickland did try to deposit a piece of paper at the bank, but would not verify any other details about that million-dollar bill. Uh, and no charges were filed in relation to it. So I'm just guessing it was probably pretty terrible. And they're like, you weren't even going to get away with this to begin with. Was it just
1: like a piece of paper he scrawled it on? Like one, $1 million dollars backwards like L's. Um.
0: Well, see, the thing that Strickland did do wrong, though. So he uh, officers arrived at the bank to question him. He was asked to empty his pockets. And that's when they found him in possession of methamphetamine. Uh, of course. Yeah. So he got away with the million dollar bill thing. However to take the meth out of his pockets. Mm. Well, he was charged with possession of a controlled substance. His first offense, he's being held on $1,000 bond at the county jail. All right. Uh, Thank you to Rick Rutherford who sent this story to me. is that a Medford... It's not Medford, Oregon.
1: Medford, uh, Massachusetts, I believe.
0: I think it was in Massachusetts, yeah. All right. A man was arrested after a tense standoff because he was threatening a radio station because they wouldn't play an insane clown posse song that he wanted to hear. <laughs> this is a radio station oh, called awesome. KISS 108. So this began last week just after one thirty, with 911 calls about a man in a red car brandishing weapons outside of a radio station uh, in Medford, where he was apparently trying unsuccessfully to request the song My Axe, which I guess is an insane clown posse song, and then uh, ranted about the fact that they weren't playing it to several passers-by who were passing him outside. (laughs) I don't like you reading my story when I'm reading it. Sorry,
1: it's right there. Yeah, I know. What do you want me to look at? All right,
0: so a witness named Doreen uh, Doreen said that he got out of his car with a machete... Stopped a girl who worked on the second floor of the radio station and said, quote, I want you to play a song for me. So he has a self-professed juggalo. Yeah. Uh, so a heavily armed swarm of responding officers were able to box in the juggalo's red sedan outside of the building. And a standoff began as he drank beer and huffed something from a paper bag.
1: Yeah. Well, that's juggalo sounds about, style. Sounds like Was it Fago? Right. Did he have or did-
0: Uh It doesn't say Fago, It said that he was drinking beer. Okay. I don't know if there's an alcoholic kind of thing. It's got to
1: be a malt liquor of some kind, though.
0: Or you could probably, you know, that they aren't drinking Fago without putting some sort of liquor in well, it. Well, yeah. It has some, like, Jaeger in it.
1: You, you know, think that's Jaeger.
0: A, <sighs> what and you, they call it, it, like, Jaeger.
1: <laughs> that, that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. That's hard to beat. Mm-hmm. Um, I would think they're more like rum drinkers for some reason. Really? Like Yeah, like they love oh, rum. God.
0: No, I think, all I think, I think, Juggalos, I think, like, Jaeger bombs.
1: Jager I mean Jago <laughs> That's and, pretty like, good And like flavored vodka There's gotta be something That's a Jago Yo man Just drink, drink just a couple Just drinking of my Jago Oh yeah That's too good That's gotta be I know Thank yeah, you I'm pretty proud pretty of that one yeah, you should be I'm pretty proud of that you one You should be
0: yeah, Fago and, and Jägermeister. All right, we should yeah. uh, save that website. Unemployment Radio, brought to you by Jago. <laughs> Jago. All right, so he was uh, drinking beer, huffing something out of a paper bag. At one point, he climbed out of his vehicle. This is when the police tried to get him down to the ground, and he refused and told them, quote, you're just going to have to kill me. That escalated quickly. Wow. Uh, well, cell phone videos show police trying to unsuccessfully subdue him with a taser and a beanbag gun. Um, and then they even tried to play ball with him by trying to get the radio station to actually play the Insane Clown Posse song.
1: (laughs) Did the radio Um, station refuse, though?
0: Uh, they did not end up playing it. It took the better part of three hours, but police were finally able to convince the suspect to surrender.
1: On principle alone, you can't do it.
0: Mm, I know, right?
1: yeah, you just can't.
0: Like that, do you remember that, um, Play Misty for me? No. It's an old, I think it was a book, or, I know it was a movie, it was about a, like a, Guy was like stalking a radio station.
1: Play Misty for me. Play Misty for me. No, I don't remember that one.
0: All right. Yes. Yeah, so the uh, anyway, Medford police say it was a peaceful resolution for everyone involved. Nobody got seriously injured, and we're grateful for that. Uh, they have declined to release the juggalo's name, but he will undergo a psych- psychiatric evaluation. All
1: right.
0: All right. And do have another story out of China. A Chinese restaurant has come under fire for offering discounts to wait, women. Wait.
1: Do you have to say it's a Chinese restaurant?
0: Like is it? Oh, it says Chinese. A yes, restaurant it's in China. In... Well, it, the way it's word, it says a Chinese restaurant. That sounds offensive? like they're
1: serving like no Chinese food. But I mean, it's not Chinese food there. It's just food. it just be a restaurant. A restaurant in China. An American restaurant.
0: Maybe they serve Chinese food.
1: But that's just food. Okay. It's not Chinese food there. It's just food.
0: Are you done with the little soapbox there?
1: I'm not saying no. I mean, I'm just saying that it, it should say a restaurant in China, not a Chinese restaurant.
0: All right. So that doesn't make any sense. So there could be a restaurant here in America and you could be like an American restaurant.
1: You could, but it sounds weird, doesn't it?
0: Not really. An American restaurant chain.
1: But American, if you put it beforehand, and then it sounds like that's the kind of food that I think that, they that they this
0: serve. is a you problem.
1: I think it's, it should be a restaurant oh in China. Oh, my
0: God. Well, a restaurant in China. Thank you. Has come under fire after they have been offering discounts to women with larger breasts.
1: (laughs) Yes, they're giving the
0: larger the breasts, the bigger the discount you get at this restaurant in China.
1: Wow.
0: Uh, So local people have complained uh, to a council after seeing posters advertising discounts for uh, a restaurant called The Trendy Shrimp. The Trendy Shrimp. I like the name. I do, too, at a mall and hangs out. Um, so the company's advertisement shows a lineup of cartoon women in their underwear with the slogan, The Whole City is Looking for Breasts. That's a weird slogan. Uh, it lists discounts for women depending on their cup size with greater offers available for women with bigger busts. Wow. Uh, one uh, complaint said the posters were vulgar advertising and discriminatory no. towards smaller breasted women. What? So the posters first appeared at the beginning of August and have since been removed, so they've only lasted for about a week. Uh, trendy Shrimp general manager defended their sales strategy, saying once the promotion started, customer numbers rose by about 20%, uh, adding that some of the women were very proud of their larger breasts and they had nothing to hide.
1: Well, no, it's not that they have anything to hide, but uh, yeah. Well, How much discount are we talking about?
0: Uh, it doesn't say how much. I think you can find the image. I think it was just a percentage okay. of the bill. All right. Yeah, so I guess uh, this isn't the first time that China has had um, different kinds of themes in order to discount uh, for a particular look for somebody. I guess in January 2015, another Chinese restaurant, Chinese
1: restaurant, another restaurant in China,
0: uh, rewarded diners and gave them discounts if a diner was deemed good looking. Also, another Who uh,
1: who makes the decision on this stuff?
0: I don't know. Well, another restaurant gave discounted food to overweight men and thin women. I don't know. All right, so there you have it. Okay. And this, my friends, is my pill-induced world of crazy.
1: That's pretty good. That's a pretty good world of crazy. Thank you. I that's can't really solid.
0: tell. I'm not really firing on all cylinders, but I feel okay.
1: No, I think you're doing a great job. Greg, You're doing good.
0: That's so nice of you to say.
1: You're your power Greg. Through. All right. Well, I think uh, maybe maybe we should wrap it up for today. I okay. Think, good. My uh, stomach's that's, that's kind of hurting a little Yeah, because you all probably right. need to rest again. Um, yes. It's being and asked, also How buddies- many goofballs did Sarah take? I think oh. there's the pain medicine starting to kick in mm. a little bit there.
0: No, I think... I don't know. Maybe I have to up my dosage. I don't think it's working very much anymore. Is so this yeah. how I get addicted, Greg?
1: It is. That's how, it's, that's mm-hmm. how it all works out. We're going to have to call your mom now. Sarah's <laughs> mom. Sarah's out of control. I,
0: don't, I seriously had to call her. I'm like, listen... We're gonna have to have a conversation right now. I'm like, I'm just trying to heal. Stop bothering me about a pain addiction, a painkiller addiction. I don't have.
1: I'm just gonna hear I'm you like, like breaking please. things downstairs, and you're like smashing nose.
0: Everything's, Everything's fine. Get out of there.
1: I need more. I'm trying to hawk my stuff. Weird people are gonna be showing up in my basement.
0: Start bringing the Russians yeah, over. Yeah, I
1: don't know. I don't know if I like this so far. So far, Thanks, so good. Greg. But I mean, once you get, uh, once you go down this road, the lifetime road. It's going to be really interesting. Well, we'll see.
0: Oh, I want to see if I can find. Since Greg does have cable, maybe I can find a Lifetime movie about uh, like pill
1: addiction, and then maybe that'll convince me to not to not watch. Throw my
0: life down the drain
1: maybe not have Felicity on the television. Yeah, Felicity's just awful. It's so I know. I only bad. have a few more episodes. It's so, so it's bad. Okay. Um, thank you, everyone, for tuning in to Fun <laughs> Employment Radio. So, again, we were broadcasting live on YouTube today from my house, but it's also going up as a podcast. And, uh, of course, you can always uh, listen to that on iTunes or FunEmploymentRadio.com. Thank you to our live subscribers at FunEmploymentRadio.com. We really, really appreciate uh, that support. It's six ninety nine a month. The first week is free. You can listen when you want. We've got a live stream that uh, airs... Uh, back episodes of our show and all the other fine programs on the Fund Employment Radio Network helps us keep the lights on there, and uh, we do appreciate that. We do, um, and I
0: really just want to give a big thank you to everybody who sent me their well wishes. Yeah, I've seen and heard each and every one of them. It means a lot. It's been, it's been super scary, but big thank you to Greg, and uh, thank you to all of you for thinking of me. It's, uh, it really did help. It was, I was terrified, and yeah. knowing that you care really means a lot to me. So thank you.
1: Yep. Absolutely, all of those yep. things, and all of those things. Yeah, thanks everyone, and thanks to mm-hmm. the support of our sponsors, you know, Next Adventure and Bike Gallery, uh, two of our fine sponsors here from Fun Employment Radio. I just want to give a shout out to them because mm. we really do appreciate their support through everything. Next, well, I mean, not just with this, but I mean just supporting our show, just and supporting what we do. Mm-hmm. Uh, nextadventure.net, dot net, Check out both of their stores there. You can order from wherever you are, and uh, and do that. And we will be back tomorrow. I. Can't say 100 percent if we'll be live from this house or no. Actually, we have an in studio guest tomorrow. Yes, yeah, so we'll I, be. There I think tomorrow. we'll be at the studio tomorrow. So, oh, awesome. Uh, back to some normal broadcasting. <laughs> but thanks for tuning in. We'll be back tomorrow with more FunemploymentRadio.com.
0: Bye, friends. You're listening to the Funemployment Radio Network.